Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Icons, did you ever watch True Blood? I was obsessed. I thought the men on that show, Alexander Skarsgård, Ryan Quanton, I was in love with him when that show was airing. And I thought it was just so good. And so that's why I'm so excited to tell you about the new season of the Truest Blood podcast. The Truest Blood podcast is fantastic. If you haven't listened before, it's hosts Kristen Bauer and Deborah Ann Wall, who rewatch and tell true stories from the set of HBO's iconic series, True Blood. They discuss the episodes, the blood, both fake and real, and all the sexy bites in between. And this season of the podcast, they cover seasons three and four of True Blood, uh, where there's more werewolves, witches, and vampire royalty on the show. Plus, they have really great people who worked behind the scenes of the show coming on and talking about the show. Lots of that to come. I think we're all pop culture junkies here. And one of the things that I love about pop culture is seeing how the sausage is made. And so I think that's why we're all going to be so excited to listen to the Truest Blood podcast. So check it out. uh, And also check out the show True Blood. Watch all episodes of True Blood on Max and listen to the podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Are you looking for ways to be happier, healthier, more productive, and more creative? Gretchen Rubin is the number one bestselling author of The Happiness Project, and every week she shares insights and practical solutions in the Happier with Gretchen Rubin podcast. Gretchen's co-host and happiness guinea pig is her sister Elizabeth Kraft, a Hollywood showrunner. Join Gretchen and Elizabeth as they reveal fresh insights from cutting-edge science, ancient wisdom, pop culture, and their own experiences about cultivating happiness and good habits. Every week, they offer a manageable try-this-at-home tip you can use to boost your happiness without spending a lot of time, energy, or money. Suggestions such as follow the one-minute rule, choose a one-word theme for the year, or design your summer. They also feature segments like Know Yourself Better, where they discuss questions like Are you an overbuyer or underbuyer? A morning person or night person? Abundance lover or simplicity lover. And every episode includes a happiness hack, a quick, easy shortcut to more happiness. Listen and follow Happier with Gretchen Rubin, an Odyssey podcast. Available now, free on the Odyssey app and wherever you get your podcasts. See, I deal in facts. Oh, okay. Yeah. Want to know facts? Yeah. What do you think you know about me? That, that what I, do I think I know about you? Yeah. I'm nothing to hide. You, you are, sure about that? N- yeah. I heard you gave her chlamydia. <laughs> what? That's what? what I heard. From who? I didn't see that coming From at all. From who? Not is that true. a lie? That's a fact. No, that is not. a lie. Okay. Woo! When I heard Madison say to Shep that I heard you gave Danny chlamydia, I mean, wow, Bethany Craig's dog, Bethany Shep's dog, Craig, wow, I could not believe the accusation. I love an out-of-left-field accusation. Now, normally on these shows, on our Bravo shows, you get an accusation like, I heard you did coke. I don't do cocaine. Sorry. Uh, I don't do cocaine either. You saying you do cocaine? Why are you insinuating that you know I do drugs? Everybody knows you do drugs. You know what POSH stands for? Piece of Coke for your whole record every day. I have to change the subject for a minute. Oh, no. I'm going to just move it away for a second. Were people doing Coke in your bathroom? Oh, come on. You know, we've heard that one plenty of times, but this was something completely different. I heard you gave her chlamydia. I was clapping at home. It snapped me out of my funk. Ugh. I could not believe it. And I had been in a funk all week, you guys. I don't know if it's Mercury in retrograde. That's what everyone's telling me. And that's what I'm blaming. But everything seems to be going wrong. Nothing in particular. It's just like every little thing's going wrong. And on top of like a lot of little shit that was going wrong, I had a rib misplaced. So I had to go to an urgent care doctor to go get this rib looked at. And I went to the only urgent care that my insurance will take because I have terrible insurance. But so I went to this doctor and they had a new doctor on staff or on call. 
And it was the oldest man I've ever seen in my entire life. He looked like the old man from Up. And he certainly should not have been practicing medicine. He was the oldest human being I've ever met. And that's no shade. I'm not trying to be ageist. I'm just saying he just should have been retired or floating away in some balloons because he certainly should not have been practicing medicine. It was the most frustrating time I've ever spent at the doctor. It was like a full day thing because he was so slow. And then he didn't even have his prescription pad. And then I had to like leave and they were supposed to call in a prescription into the Rite Aid. And then I got to the Rite Aid. They didn't have it. I had to go to a different Rite Aid. And then the Rite Aid people told me that it was going to be an hour and a half. And you guys, I cried in a Rite Aid parking lot. Who among us hasn't? I'm certain that some of you listening have cried in a Rite Aid parking lot. But I I just lost it. And again, everyone goes through their stuff. I know other people have way worse things going on. So I'm not here to complain. But I think this Mercury and retrograde thing is a thing. Because it's not just me. I'm hearing from the other people. My friend called me and she was on the brim. She called me crying. Not only that, but I was at the gym and I was in like the back corner of the gym. My friend calls me and she's in hysterics and I feel terrible. She's calling me and I'm like, oh my God, I'm, I was trying to help her because she was going through a thing. And literally I'm on the phone right when I pick it up. The Equinox employee comes by to my treadmill and says, hey, you need to get off the phone. And I lost it. You guys, I was like, you're playing Maroon 5 at full volume in this gym. I think it's okay if I talk in the corner over here to my friend who's having a rough day. I'm already on the brim of freaking out. But I'm telling you, it's Mercury in retrograde. It's almost over, I hear. So thank God. But I feel like this episode of Southern Charm snapped me out of it. When I heard Madison say that, I was so excited. I heard you gave her chlamydia right in front of her. Madison said it right in front of Danny. Danny could not have been caught more off guard. I mean, ugh, you guys, it was amazing. Give Madison the Emmy. Give her the Emmy. What was that? I was shocked. I loved it so, so much. Let's back up for a minute. Before we get into Southern Charm, I want to just touch on the Real Houses of Beverly Hills reunion. I thought it was amazing. I loved the reunion. I really thought the full three parts were great. Camille, again, like I said last week, she short-circuited, and this week she continued that. She was getting a hug from Rena at one point, and I thought, this is great TV. As you say, extremely hurtful things to us, and sometimes there's no truth to what you're saying. You're talking out of your ass. And I've been nothing but nice and kind and very supportive of you. This year has been very difficult for me. And I don't have a home. My family's been displaced. And my mom's very sick. It's been... A lot of stress. Oh, I am overwhelmed. Yeah. Camille, you need a hug. And I need a hug. Now that we're all here dealing with this, do you regret being so open with your opinions this season? I have been wrong. And I'm sorry if I've been cruel. Sorry. Mm-hmm. I don't know what was happening with her again. She seemed like she was in retrograde, to be honest. Camille was in retrograde because what was happening wasn't making a whole lot of sense, but she was going through a rough time, maybe. And here she was, given a A-plus performance, truly saving the reunion for me. And I thought it was great. So the season of Beverly Hills is over, and now we're moving on to hopefully bigger and better things, other shows. Orange County is starting up next week. I'm cautiously optimistic. And a lot of people are asking, are we going to be recapping Orange County on the show or Dallas or what? And here's what I've decided. And I'm not fully on board with this decision yet. So please expect me to change my mind at random. But Orange County starts next week. And I found that it's hard for me to cover more than two shows at a time. And I was hoping to have a little bit of a breather, a little bit of a break where I was just doing one episode a week. However, I covered Potomac last week, just as like a bonus episode. And I had a lot of fun doing Potomac. I thought it was really great. I think this season's so amazing of The Real Houses of Potomac. So I'm thinking that until Real Houses of Dallas starts, I'm going to do a couple other little episodes here and there. Maybe another little Potomac episode. Maybe something else. And then we'll dive into Real Houses of Dallas. And then we'll be doing Dallas and Southern Charm. And I'll check in with Orange County. But I don't think that I'm going to be doing full blown recaps of Orange County. I think we're going to go full-blown in Dallas, and then Southern Charm will be over soon, and then we'll go full-on with New Jersey, which I think is the the next franchise. So, look, I apologize if you're really hoping for the Orange County recaps. I really do apologize. I just feel like I can't really do more than two shows. Is that selfish of me? Maybe. But I, I like to just stick to two, 
And I don't know, when I was looking at Orange County or Dallas, I feel more confident in Dallas than I do Orange County. That's just where I'm at right now. That's my opinion! But I'll watch the premiere and maybe that'll change. Who knows? Anyway, let's talk about this week's Southern Charm. So this week opens with a previously on. And I thought Cam took things a step too far in her narration when she said, we had a meal with the wacky weed. And I thought, "Mm mm-mm, nope. I thought, not doing it, Cameron. The wacky weed was just a little too much rhyming for me. Sometimes in those previously on narrations, Cameron thinks she's fucking Dr. Seuss doing a one fish, two fish, red fish, blue fish. And it goes one step too far occasionally for me. And this was one of those times when she said something about eating dinner with some wacky weed. And I thought, "Mm mm-mm, nope, no ma'am. Mm-mm. Nope. Not gonna do it. Not today, Satan. Not today, Cameron. Not doing it. Not the wacky weed. I don't know. It hit me wrong. I didn't like it. I thought it was a step too far. And I had forgotten how high everyone looked. I know last week on the show they had gotten so high at that dinner. And I just forgot. And all of a sudden I saw their high eyes again. And I was like, whoa. Did not remember how high they were. Shocking. Anyway, we open the next day. We open the episode on the next day. So everyone's waking up at 10 a.m. and there's beer everywhere. Not only did they get so high at that dinner, apparently they drank like uh, fraternity brothers or something because there was just alcohol bottles everywhere. They were high. They were drinking. I was upset that we didn't see them drinking all of this alcohol because there were literally empty bottles of beer and, and liquor every which way. And look, Don wakes up. We see Don, Eliza's boyfriend. He wakes up and he's looking for Eliza. He finds Austin and Madison in bed together. And then everyone starts waking up. They start looking for the coffee. It was funny. Everyone was walking in that kitchen like, where's the coffee? (laughs) I love on these shows when people wake up the next day. I think it's one of my favorite tropes. Like, I love when people are deciding rooms on a vacation. And then I also love when they wake up hungover and disheveled. Because everyone's hair is loose. It's like no one knows where they are. And they're all catching on camera. Love it. They're all all looking for a cup of coffee. Don drank coffee from the day before at one point. He just saw some coffee in the pot and drank it. It was disgusting. And I could not believe he did it. But you know, when we're desperate for coffee, we'll drink anything. When you need to fix a caffeine, you'll go to heavens and uh, ends of the earth for some caffeine. And that's what he did. That's what he did. We see everyone waking up. We see Shep's ass crack. Ooh, no, thank you. Again, no, thank you, Bravo Editors. Enough with the ass crack and Shep. We're seeing a lot of Shep. We saw him in the shower earlier this season. We see him later at the, the cold whirlpool or whatever the fuck that was, that lake they all went in. And then here we saw Shep's ass crack. And I don't need to see that ass crack. I don't need to see that. I <laughs> don't need to see it. So Cam leaves early from the trip. She just wants to see her baby. and. I'm the same way when I go on a group vacation. If I ever go on a group vacation with any of you, just expect me to leave early. I want to be the first one out of there. I hate being the last one out. You know, I never would want to be the last one out on a group vacation. I always want to be the first one out. Because usually with me, when I'm done, I'm done. My anxiety acts up and it's like, I just got to get out of there. I don't like that waiting around. I always like to travel first thing in the morning. I hate traveling late in the day. I always want to wake up and go because I just need to get out of there. So I would be just like Cam. And Whitney leaves uh, along with her. So let's see. Shep is still talking about Madison. Shep seems obsessed with this Austin-Madison dynamic. And he says that it makes him sick watching Austin and Madison talk. And I thought, you know what makes me sick, Shep? Your ass crack. Okay, pull up your pants. You're on camera. I know you're just waking up, but pull up the pants, okay? That's what makes me sick. And here he is talking about how Austin and Madison make him sick. Enough is enough, Shep. He's so obsessed with their relationship, and it seems odd to me. I don't necessarily get it. Anyway, Whitney and Cameron leave. Then they're going between these two houses. Craig was going between the houses barefooted. He's walking the snow barefoot. Walking in the snow barefoot, my Craigie. Wow, he must have some strong foot muscles because he was just walking barefoot in the snow. That's my Craggy. My Craggy. Then the group goes to Hot Springs. So as they arrive at this Hot Springs, Chelsea says, she says, does everyone have their underwear for after the Hot Springs so that no one's walking around in wet underwear all day? I want to break this down for a second, Chelsea. So you said, does everyone have their underwear with them? Because 
you're saying that if they don't have an extra set, then they're going to jump in the hot springs in their underwear and then just wear that wet underwear all day? I don't know many people that would get their underwear wet and then walk around with wet underwear the whole day. I would assume most people would just take off their underwear if it's wet and then not wear it all day. Has Chelsea been in a situation where she's wore wet underwear all day or been with people who just decided to keep on wet underwear the entire day? Because I don't know anyone like that. I was thinking, what is she talking about? If someone's underwear got wet, God forbid they did forget an extra suit or an extra pair of underwear, extra pair of undies, then I would assume they would just take off those underwear and be free. I don't think they would walk around in wet undies all day. <laughs> but I don't know. That's just me. They go in the hot spring. They discuss Craig's tiny nipples. He does have tiny nipples, my Craigie. He's got some tiny nips. That's what it is. Is what it is. Then I loved Madison's bathing suit in the water. Do love the bathing suit. And Madison tells Austin what he what she wants from the relationship with him. And she says to him that you can't give me what I want. And then Austin says in his confessional that he doesn't want to be a stepdad. He says, she's got a son and he's not quite ready. And I understand that. I do understand that it's a big commitment when there's another kid involved and there's another person involved. I think that you do have to be cautious. However, I do think it's irresponsible to drag someone along if you're not ready. I think you have to be respectful that she has a kid and either let her go if you're not ready or if you're not interested. Let her go. Let her find someone else who is because she does have somebody else involved and it's not okay to play with someone's emotions, particularly a single mother. That's my opinion on that. Anyway, Catherine, did you notice her looks this entire Colorado trip? Her looks were amazing. Five star looks from Catherine. She had Muppet fur out the wazoo. <laughs> Every jacket looked like a new Muppet on her. It was just crazy. Every single look, she had that those looks last week that were amazing on the slopes. And then this week, she had this like pink fur or, or pink jacket. It was just amazing. Every single look, she really brought a lot of clothes to this trip, and she delivered. I loved it. Loved it, loved it, loved it. Then the boys talk a little bit more. Craig, Austin, Shep. Look, I don't think these boys should be friends. I don't think these boys should be friends. They seem immature, and I think they rile each other up. They're like when you have a bunch of dogs, it's like one dog is great, but then when you have a dog around like three other dogs, it rile each other up. And that's what I feel like happens with Austin, Shep, and Craig. They rile each other up, and they act more immature when they're together. Whereas I feel like if they were separate, their lives would be a little, they would be a little bit more mature. You know what I'm saying? Also in that hot springs, Chelsea was getting pissed at Shep. And I swear to God, Chelsea's going to gone girl one of these guys at some point. Her and Madison are going to team up and just gone girl the male cast. Because every time they're in a scene with these guys, with Shep or Craig or Austin, it looks like they're going to murder them. And I'm not saying they are, but I'm saying that it could happen. One of these days, Madison, Catherine, Chelsea, they're going to snap. You know that Oxygen show or whatever that TV show is called Snapped? We're going to see Madison, Chelsea, and Catherine on there one of these days. It's going to happen. Mark my words. It's going to be the crossover that I saw coming. Snapped. <laughs> Snapped Southern Charm edition. It's going to happen. Shep was just splashing Chelsea in that hot springs, and Chelsea was literally going to rip his neck off. She was ready. She was like, one more time. You splashed me one more time. And I think Chelsea could do it. I think Chelsea could snap that neck out in half. It's going to happen one of these days. I'm telling you, you heard it here first. I'm not saying I hope it happens. I'm not saying it's appropriate that it happens, but I'm saying it's going to happen. That's what I'm saying. Then everyone packs up. They're all on their phones while they're getting ready to leave. Catherine had a new outfit on that was amazing. Shep and Craig and Madison sit on the couch to talk. And look, this is the scene where Madison let loose. And she was telling them before she had the chlamydia accusation, she was basically telling them that they're the worst. She says, you're not a good influence on Austin. And she's right. From what we can see, she's right. Then Danny was there. And Shep says he could argue around Madison. He says he could argue her into the ground. And I thought, she's going to fuck you up. She's going to fuck you up. And then Madison says, you made all the girls here cry. And then there's a flashback to a scene that I don't remember seeing from the girls' night where all of the women say that Shep has made them cry. And like, what a fucking asshole. Like, what are we... Shep, ugh. I get a hard... Um, people yell at me sometimes because they say I'm too hard on Shep. But if Shep's made 
every woman in this cast cry, even Cameron, then we have an issue here. Okay, Shep, too much. Too much. And then I knew Madison was going to fuck him up. She was ready to fuck him up, and then finally she just lets it loose. Says, I heard you gave her chlamydia. And the look on Danny's face was priceless. It's something that I will never forget. (laughs) When I meet God at the pearly gates, he's going to say, do you have any favorite memories from your time on Earth? And I'm going to say, yeah. When Madison told Shep that he gave Danny chlamydia, that's what I'm going to say. Because it was a great moment. I loved it. Danny was so embarrassed, and I was embarrassed for her, too. I felt bad for Danny. I truly did. It was a very disgusting thing for Madison to do to Danny. It was great TV, but it was horrible for Danny. I felt so bad. And you could tell she was just so embarrassed because it did happen, I think. I think it 100% did happen. And I don't think Danny wanted that to be on camera, obviously, because it's such an embarrassing thing for her to have to deal with. And I was glad that she gave it to Shep a little bit, but it was really inappropriate for Danny. And then I didn't like how Madison kind of turned it around on Danny. You know, when Danny tried to say something to her and she goes, why don't you go chain smoke your menthols? I mean, I hate to laugh, you guys. I'm nervous laughter, but it was, oh my God, a moment. She said, go chain smoke your menthols. I could not believe what I was hearing. Here, the whole time I was thinking that Eliza was going to be the villain of this season, and here it is, a Madison's the villain. Eliza was sleeping on the couch the whole time. Did you notice that? Eliza, wake up. <laughs> Eliza was sleeping on that couch. As all this was happening, there was chlamydia accusations, and Eliza was snoring away right in the same room on the couch. Wake up, Eliza. I don't know if you saw the cast photo for this season, but you know who's in the cast photo? Eliza. You know who's not? Madison. And Eliza was sleeping. That is not okay, Eliza. Wake up. You're in the main cast of a reality TV show. You're not sleeping on camera. Sleep on someone else's dime. Because we're watching a reality show, and there's chlamydia accusations going on. So I need you to wake up and get involved. I do not understand. Why is Eliza in the main cast, but Danny, Madison, they're not? What's going on? What's going on? Danny was going to murder Madison, too. I truly believe that. She's ready to gone girl Madison. That's what's going to happen. She's going to be on Snapped. Danny's episode of Snapped is her snapping on Madison. (laughs) They're all snapping on each other. All snapping on each other. But go chain smoke your menthols. What a line. What a line. Write it on a t-shirt. Give him an Emmy. Make me a pillow with that knitted on it, because I need that line. Then uh, Danny and Catherine are outside. This is when Danny tells Catherine exactly what happened. And Danny's crying through tears. She said, why would Austin even say that? Because Austin is the one who told Madison that. And she says, what is wrong with the two of them? And I felt bad for Danny, because now she has to deal with this. She didn't do anything to Madison, really. I know they had their stuff earlier in the season, but she didn't deserve this. However, I loved watching it. You see, that's how I feel with these Bravo shows. Yes, I think it was crossing a line, but it was good for my entertainment. So I don't know. I'm somewhere in the middle. It's a gray area for all of us. I think we just have to decide to be okay with it. Anyway, the whole time Madison's just sitting on that couch and then Austin comes in. Oh, and Craig was on the couch next to it. You know, Craig was awake and loving it. He wasn't sleeping like Eliza. He was just there and he was loving everything. My Craigie. He wasn't getting involved, but he was just into it. That's how I would have been, too. And then, uh, let's see, Madison says to Austin, I have to defend myself because you won't defend me. And then Austin says, Madison, 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 Madison. He was trying to console her, but he was just reminding me of that video of them that we see every goddamn week. Madison, 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 (laughs) Madison. And then they all had to go home, and I was so excited because they all had to get on a big-ass bus. And I thought, we're going to see some good stuff on this bus, because we just had these accusations. Everyone's in the cast. Everyone in the cast is mad at each other, and they had to get on a bus to go home. I thought, oh my god, I could, my fingers were, you know, when evil villains in cartoons, they like <laughs> they put their fingers up against each other, and like, I don't know how to do it. I'm doing it here, but you can't see it. Anyway, that's how I felt. I was so excited. And... Then they didn't show us the bus ride. I was disgusted. I was irate. Where's the footage, Bravo? They were on a bus. They were all pissed at each other, and you shut the cameras down? Uh Uh-uh. Nope. 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 No, Bravo. You put the cameras up. And guess what? If Bravo, for some reason, can't film it because of, I don't know, union rules or something, then guess what? Somebody's got to get their cell phone out. Craig. Chelsea. Whoever's there sitting, Eliza. Don. Get out your cell phone and film it. 
something's going on on that bus that we missed, and no one filmed it. Uh-uh. Nope. Mm-mm. No. Get out your cell phone and take the footage. You know who would have taken the footage? Bethany Frankel. You know who would have taken the footage? Heather Dubrow. You know who would have taken the footage? NeNe Leakes. These are people, the all-stars in our Bravo universe. They're the ones who are going to take that footage. If the camera people can't do it, someone else has got to do it. Okay, wake up, Eliza. Wake up. Wake the fuck up. So we didn't see any of that footage. Then we get back to Charleston. We see Cam with Palmer. We see Austin at home. We got a little glimpse of Patricia. Patricia, she was about to dust her manor, and she said, I'm bracing myself for manual labor. I'll need a restorative beverage, (laughs) she said to Michael. (laughs) She was about to do manual labor. I'm bracing myself for manual labor. (laughs) I want more Patricia. It's been like weeks since we've gotten any Patricia. Haven't seen her since that artichoke dinner. Where is she? I decided to have an artichoke dinner. (laughs) We need need more of her and Michael. I want their antics and their hijinks. I don't care if we're just watching them go to McDonald's. Give me more of them. So literally, it was maybe 20 seconds of her dusting. Give me more. Let's see it. Britney Spears said, give me, give me more. Anyway, then we see Craggy. My Craggy was helping his parents with technology. My Craggy's a family man. He was helping his parents do their FaceTime, and he's good to his parents. My Craggy's a good man at heart. He was helping his parents with their FaceTime. My Craggy, a family man. Family man. Did you ever see that Nicolas Cage movie with Tay Leone, Family Man? Let's remake it with Craggy. Me and Craggy. I'll play Tay Leone, and he could play him. I love that movie, by the way. Uh, the Family Man, if you guys have never seen it, go watch it. Go watch it. By the way, can we talk about the nanny for a second? <laughs> this is nothing to do with Southern Charm, but I've been really into the nanny lately. And obviously, if you follow me on social media, you see that I've been posting a lot about Queen Fran Drescher and the nanny. I love it. And I'm not very proud about what I'm about to say, but I didn't watch the nanny when it was originally on. I know you're all shaking your head at me. I'm disgusted with myself. None of you could be as disgusted with me as I am with myself. But I didn't watch it in its original run, and I love Fran Drescher. The Beautician and the Beast is one of my all-time favorite movies. But I just didn't watch The Nanny, and so now I'm watching The Nanny, which is not available on streaming in the U.S., but I'm watching it via DVDs for the very first time, and I am loving it. That theme song is one of the greatest theme songs of all time. And today in the mail, I just got The Nanny doll. It's like a nanny Barbie doll that I ordered off eBay. And Matt, my boyfriend, he shook his head when it came in the mail. He did not support this purchase. And I was hoping he'd be a little bit more supportive of my nanny Barbie doll purchase. However, he wasn't. But it did come in the mail. And it's from the 90s, so it's supposed to talk. But it does not talk. Apparently, the voice box uh, doesn't work because it was originally manufactured in 1997. But that's neither here nor there. The point is, it came. And I love it. it. The doll sort of looks like Teresa Giudice from the Real Houses of New Jersey. and. I'm ready to put it alongside my Rosie O'Doll, my Rosie O'Donnell doll, which is also known as the Rosie O'Doll. <laughs> I need to stop. I shouldn't be allowed on eBay. Don't let me on eBay, please. Shouldn't be allowed on it. I don't even have to be like drunk or anything to be on eBay. I just start buying shit that I do not need. Remember that time I bought all that Space Jam merch? Yep. Sitting around my office. I got Space Jam merch. Just whatever you need. I got a Tasmanian devil. <laughs> Hannah from Summer House, when she was on the show, she mentioned Space Jam. I was like, here, let me give you a Space Jam doll. I have a ton of them. (laughs) Oh my goodness. But I've been into the nanny. I'm loving it. I'm only on season two. But I've been watching it before bed every night, and it's just so lovely. It makes me feel good. Mr. Sheffield. Ah, you guys, when she says that. And then that theme song, is there anything better? She was out on her fanny. Excuse me. Okay. We should get back to... We should get back to this episode of Southern Charm. Oh, I want to say about Craig, my Craigie, he's got a painted nail. And everyone keeps asking me this on social media. It's like, what's the deal with Craig's painted nail? And it's for a charity called The Painted Nail. So I know I've mentioned that before, but I think people just still don't understand. So just look up The Painted Nail. My Craigie's a humanitarian. Okay, he's doing important work. So that's what that is. Anyway, then we cut to the aquarium with Cam and her mom. And at first I thought hard pass, but then Palmer's adorable. You know who else is adorable? Bonnie, Cameron's mom. Love her. Would love Bonnie to get a spinoff with her friends. Let's see Bonnie's life. 
You know, in the same way Cameron narrates a show about her crazy friends, let's see Bonnie's crazy friends, and she can narrate it. That's what I'd like. Anyway, they go to the aquarium. Bonnie says something about Palmer petting an alligator. And I thought, I have to give you all a meth gator update. A couple weeks on the show, I talked about meth gators. And look, apparently that was false news. That was not accurate. That was just something somebody made up. But apparently it was making the rounds everywhere. It wasn't just me who picked it up. It was all these news stations picked it up about meth gators. And from what I read, people were flushing meth down the toilets. And then these gators were eating it in the sewers, and they were turned into crazy meth gators. Well, apparently, they did not uh, really, there aren't really meth gators out, as far as we know. As far as we know, apparently, it was all just fake news. So somebody made it up. So don't worry about the meth gators. Although I still believe it could happen. So I still say, you know, don't flush any drugs down the toilet because we don't need meth gators. Who knows what they could turn into? They're going to take over the world one day. Just because it's false now doesn't mean it's always going to be false. See what I'm saying? Anyway, I wanted to update you on the meth gator situation because it's important. It's important uh, updates. Then, let's see. Naomi and Austin meet at the Nico restaurant, which I think I mentioned on the show, but apparently it was a former Pizza Hut. So if you look at the windows, there are windows that look like a Pizza Hut. I mean, you can tell when you really really look at that restaurant. You could tell it was a former Pizza Hut. I'm sure you could bring your bucket pins in there and get a free personal pan if you asked for it, because that was a Pizza Hut. It was, you could tell. It looks like a very nice restaurant now, but it was a Pizza Hut. It was a Pizza Hut. I just want to say that. Look out those windows. You'll be able to tell in an instant. Now, Naomi was working on her computer. Her computer had a Nico sticker on it. And then she was wearing a LeBay hat, which is the name of her company. And even the hat, the name of Naomi's company is like LeBay, right? I think that's what it is, LeBay. But the name to me is just a little bit confusing. And even on the hat, it said LeBay or LeBay. But there was like an asterisk into it. And I was like, this is confusing to me. Maybe I'm just really stupid. Maybe I'm stupid. And it's like LeBay with an asterisk. I was like, what? Every time I look at that logo of her company, I'm like, what the fuck does that say? <laughs> Even though I know now it's LeBay, it's like I still look at it. I'm like, what the fuck does that say? It's like a head scratcher every fucking time I look at it. But I do love Naomi. I do like Naomi. I do. I was upset she didn't go on this cast trip. I was. Anyway, Austin says that Shep and Madison are kind of fucking with his brain. And I thought, Austin, you need more of a backbone. We need Austin to just make up his mind and not let everyone influence him. That's what I think. Then we cut to Catherine's house. Madison comes over. Madison is hoping that Catherine will help her repair her relationship with Danny. So after the chlamydia claims, she's hoping that Catherine can talk to Danny because apparently Danny's not responding to Madison texts. So Madison has to go to Catherine's house. When she arrives, I notice Catherine has a hat rack right by the door because there's a lot of hat work going on Catherine this season. So there's a bunch of hats right by the door. And then on her countertop, there was a cupcake carousel. Do you see this? It's a cupcake carousel, and I bought one that was just like it at Home Goods. My, you know, my favorite store, Home Goods. I bought one for my sister-in-law when I was back in Ohio, and I wanted it so bad. Like I loved it, loved it, loved it, but I didn't want to ship it to California because I bought it in Ohio. So I had to give it to my sister-in-law. It was a gift to my sister-in-law. I mean, it wasn't like I had to, but I wanted it so bad. And so when I saw it at Catherine's, it made me sad that I never got that. And I need to, I don't know, I bet I could look online or something. But I love that cupcake carousel. It's so adorable. But I saw one at Home Goods, so don't buy it at full price. Go get the Home Goods price. Go get the Home Goods price. Love a Home Goods. Love a Home Goods. I always say, though, an Ohio Home Goods, way better than a California Home Goods. Truly. Then, let's see, Catherine says that Madison doesn't fuck around. So Catherine can tell that Madison's a hard ass. Catherine sees it in her. And again, I think at some point, Catherine and Madison are going to team up to Gone Girl some of these men. Said it before, and I'll say it again, they're going to snap. And seeing these two in a scene together, I thought they're going to Thelma and Louise someone at some point. They're going to drive that car off the cliff. I can see it. These two are a dynamic duo that we've been waiting for to fuck shit up. Anyway, then we cut to Austin and Shep talking. They argue. Uh, Shep says, have you ever, he says, regarding Madison, have you ever told her to shut the fuck up before? And Shep, come on. Austin even said, no, maybe you shouldn't tell a girl that, and that's why you don't have a girlfriend. And he's right, I clapped. 
I thought, Shep, you can't just tell everyone to shut the fuck up. That's not how you act in a relationship. You might think that every once in a while, but you can't just walk around telling people to shut the fuck up, let alone as someone you're in a relationship with. I mean, come on, Shep. And again, I'd just like to remind you all that he had a dating show on Bravo. Bravo's a real low point. I mean, come on, Shep. And again, everyone's mad at me. People say I'm too hard on Shep, but like, come on. He doubles down, too, on the white trash comment. You hear that? So gross. He doubled down. He's like, yeah, I said I shouldn't have taken it back. The white trash. Calling Madison white trash. Ugh, so gross. And then he said, this was a direct quote. So Shep says regarding Madison, she belongs in a honky-tonk bar talking shit to Tanya at the end of the bar. So what he meant is like some girl named Tanya is going to be sitting at the bar and that's where Madison belongs talking to her. You know what? Guess what? Tanya at the honky-tonk bar, she has all the tea. And that's who I do want to sit and talk with. I want to talk to Tanya at the honky-tonk bar. Queen Tanya. I don't know who this Tanya is. Apparently, she's just a metaphorical woman. But guess what? Tanya's going to have all the tea. It reminded me of that song by Gretchen Carlson. You know, Shep keeps saying that Madison's white trash. And guess what? I want Madison to sing some karaoke, Gretchen Carlson, Redneck Woman. Remember that song? I'm a redneck woman. I ain't no high-class broad. I'm a product of my reins. And I say, hey, y'all, and hee-haw. There's one thing I learned. It's okay to be proud of where you come from. And I think Madison's proud. And I don't think Shep should be judging her, calling her white trash, or talking about how she belongs in a honky-tonk bar. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Speaking of Gretchen Carl, or not, wait, did I say Gretchen Carlson before? <laughs> Gretchen Wilson is what I meant. <laughs> I don't think Gretchen Carlson has a song. <laughs> Do you imagine if Gretchen Carlson just recorded a song called Redneck Woman? Ah, <laughs> uh, you guys, I'm watching that uh, TV show on Showtime about that fucking asshole Roger Ailes. Are you guys seeing the show? It's called The Loudest Voice on Showtime. And it's infuriating. It's about Roger Ailes. And he sexually harasses Gretchen Carlson. And in the most recent episode, she records him. So we know that that's what took him down, ultimately, anyway. But it's a very intriguing show, but also maddening. Because Roger Ailes is such a fucking asshole. Anyway, Gretchen Carlson does not sing country music. I do know that. So no need to correct me or DM me about it. But... I do love my country music. I do. I love all sort of music, but country music, I do really enjoy it. And while we're here, I just want to say that country radio is not playing many women right now, and that needs to fucking stop. I don't know if you guys are following the charts at all, but on the charts, on the country charts, there's not many female artists, and that's disgusting. I don't know. For some reason right now, it's like a thing. I've read articles about it. Country radio is not supporting female country artists, and that needs to end. We all need to support our country female artists because it's not okay. And we need to support all of our female artists in general because if you look at the charts, it's mostly men on the top of the billboard charts, and that needs to end. For some reason, I don't know what it is, people aren't listening, or maybe it's the radio stations aren't playing enough female music, but there's a small handful of female artists that are succeeding right now, people like Ariana Grande and Taylor Swift, a few others. And then for the most part, though, the charts are all men. And that's not okay with me. I love female music. I support female music. And we all need to support female music. So when you leave here, go download some female artists on Spotify. Go listen to them. Because these charts need to, something needs to switch. If you look at the Billboard charts, it's all men at the top. And I'm sick of it. I'm sick of it. Enough is enough. I don't know what it is either. Is the radio station not playing the women? What's going on? But it's a thing, particularly in country music right now. And... Look, I love a country queen. Give me Reba or give me death. I love a Reba. I love a Carrie Underwood. I love a Gretchen Wilson. I mean, all of them. Come on. Sarah Evans. Oh, so many. So many. Wonderful. Shania Twain, Faith Hill. Of course, I've talked about on the show multiple times. Let's support our country female artists. Let's support all of our female artists. All of them. Because this is a slippery slope. Pretty soon, the whole charts are going to be only men. And I can't deal with that. 10 years ago, if you look at the charts from 10 years ago, sorry to harp on this, but 10 years ago, the charts were dominated by female artists. It was Lady Gaga, Katy Perry, Rihanna, so many pink, Kelly Clarkson, like the women were dominating. And now for some reason, the charts are dominated by men. And I know things are cyclical, but I just hope in general, we can all start supporting our female artists because 
it seems like something's going on right now. We're, we're not supporting him. So go listen to Redneck Woman. It's a classic country song. Go listen on Spotify. Anyway, Shep talks about how smart he is to Madison, or, or I'm sorry, to Austin at the end of the episode. And he's always talking about how smart he is. And I think it's one of those situations where people, they overcompensate. He's always telling us how smart he is. It's like, if you're smart, just be smart. We don't need you to say it all the time. Just annoys me. Anyway, that's the end of the episode. That's the end. Next time, Ashley's back to talk to Catherine. Ashley's back to talk to her and confront her. I don't know if you guys saw floating around on the internet, there's a cameo that Ashley did for someone. So you know that website, cameo.com, where you can buy a shout out from someone? Which, by the way, I'm on there. Cameo.com slash Danny Pellegrino. Go there. Anyway, Ashley had recorded a cameo that is three minutes of wonderfulness, wonderful entertainment. I mean, it's three minutes of insanity. Go look at it. Search it online. Just search, I don't know, Ashley Southern Charm cameo, because it is wild. (laughs) It is wild. Wild, wild, wild. Anyway, next week she's back. Madison and Austin, they pronounce their love for each other. Ooh, I don't know. And Catherine's in love now. Shep says, oh, and there's also something about Shep. There's a new accusation where Shep says that Madison and Austin did anal. So he says to Cameron in the preview for next week that Madison and Austin did butt stuff. So that's an accusation that I wasn't expecting. I don't know. Lots going on. Southern Charm, I thought it was good this week. I thought it was a great... That accusation truly brought me to life. Now, the whole episode was the whole episode perfect, no, but that moment was wonderful and made me feel so, so alive. Anyway, um, I want to take a quick break, and then we'll come right back with a few remaining thoughts. Have you ever experienced a dry, itchy scalp or ever wondered why your color isn't lasting as long as your hairdresser promised? Well, unfiltered mineral-filled water could be the reason why. Did you know hard water is a leading cause of damaged hair and dry, irritated skin? And that about 85% of the United States uses hard water filled with dissolved minerals and added chlorine. That's where Canopy's new filtered showerhead comes in. Canopy, known for their beauty hacks and reimagined humidifier, has revolutionized the filtered showerhead. Dermatologists recommended this unique three-stage filtration system greatly reduces contaminants and odors in your shower water, leaving you with healthy hair and glowing skin. Best of all, the Canopy filtered showerhead is hassle-free. Installation is a breeze, and its unique quick-release filter replacement feature allows for seamless filter replacement unlike any others on the market. Go to getcanopy.co to save $25 on your Canopy filtered showerhead purchase today with Canopy's hassle-free filter subscription. Even better, my listeners can use code EVERYTHINGICONIC, all together one word, at checkout to save an additional 10% off your Canopy purchase. Hurry, your hair and skin will thank you. Ever since I saw Clueless, I wanted to have the most amazing wardrobe, and that includes all of the clothes inside the wardrobe closet, and that's why I'm excited to talk to you about Quince. Now, Quince has you covered with truly timeless pieces that never go out of style. You'll have them in your closet forever. Quince has all sorts of must-haves. I'm talking uh, Mongolian cashmere crewneck sweaters from $50. I have a blue cashmere crewneck sweater I got from them that I get so many compliments on all the time. I love it. Plus, iconic 100% leather jackets and versatile flow-knit activewear. The best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes us savings all over to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices, along with premium fabrics and finishes. Love that. Makes you feel good about shopping with Quince. Uh, again, I've gotten a lot of stuff there. Just uh, good quality pieces and a lot of different options if you're looking to upgrade your wardrobe. So indulge in the affordable luxury. Go to Quince.com slash iconic for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's Quince, Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash iconic to get free shipping and 365-day returns, quince.com slash iconic. This episode is sponsored by Los Angeles Tourism. 
Now, y'all know I'm from the Midwest, but I've lived in California for so long, and I truly do love it here in LA. There's so much to do. My parents were just in town and said the same thing because we always have something to do when they visit. There's so much good food and drink here. There's lots of pop-ups, rooftop bars, year-round alfresco dining. I love being able to eat outside here all the time, but they really have so many different food options uh, that you can get all the time. Tons of great shopping and fashion. Uh, they just opened up a new shopping center right across the street from where we live. And it's just fantastic to be able to walk there. I love that. I love having the sun. I love the attractions, the studios, the lifestyle. You get all the Hollywood pop culture stuff that I certainly love so much. Uh, and also, you just get the wonderful weather. It's really a fantastic place. So I want to encourage you all to head to discoverla.com. Again, need more ideas for your next visit? Just head to discoverla.com. Without on our fanny, it's the nanny. <laughs> Sorry, I can't sing. Anyway, we're back. I just want to say before I let you go, please find me on social media at Danny Pellegrino on Twitter and Instagram, Facebook. It's facebook.com slash Pellegrino Danny. If you want to support this podcast, go to patreon.com slash everything iconic. If you click become a patron, you could donate four dollars more per month to get access to all the bonus episodes. More importantly, you're just helping to support the show. We have lots of t-shirts available, so Matt's always adding some new t-shirts. If you go to everythingiconic.threadless.com, you can find all of those there. There's Wow Bethany Wow, Wow Craig's Dog Bethany. <laughs> really fun shirts over there. So check those out. I'm so excited to see everyone at the live shows coming up. I know a lot of people are asking about adding other cities, and I will be adding other cities hopefully at the beginning of next year. So I want to do these couple shows, and then uh, I have a few other projects going on, uh, one that hopefully I'll be able to talk about very soon. but. Um, we will, I will be doing live shows hopefully more and more, but um, for now it's just LA and New York. And then we'll take the show on the road and hopefully I can come to all the cities. I mean, I want to come to all the cities. I can't wait though. It's going to be fun. Hopefully I have a guest or two at the, the live shows or maybe just me. I hope to under promise and over deliver. Um, but we're going to have fun. I can't wait to meet people. I'm so excited to see all you guys. So everyone that got a ticket, thank you so much. And I cannot wait. I'm going to be super nervous, but super excited. So it'll be fun and we'll laugh and we'll have a good time. Oh, and I want to say that at the live shows, people are asking, like, what are we going to cover? And so the first live show here in LA, that is the week of the Dallas premiere, or it's, I think, like right after the Dallas premiere. So we'll be talking about the Real Houses of Dallas premiere and we'll probably touch on some of the other franchises, right? Like we'll touch on what's going on in Orange County and some of the other things. And then I may have a woodpecker update for you about my mom. My mom, she thinks. <laughs> well, I'll tell you guys. We'll talk more about it at the live show, or maybe, maybe next week or something. But um, anyway, I can't wait. I can't wait. We'll have fun. I love you all for listening. Let's let's do a little breathing exercise to cool down. So let's all uh, take a deep breath in, hold it, breathe out. Let's take another deep breath in and think of a female artist that you really love. They could be pop, country. R&B, whatever. Breathe out. Earlier today, I was listening to Mary J. Blige. Oh, I love Mary J. The best. I mean, come on, the best. Anyway, I hope you'll leave today and go support a female artist. Go listen to some female music somewhere on Spotify, Apple Music, wherever you listen to music. Just go download, buy a CD if you're in Target. Just support some female artistry, whoever you like. Celine Dion, Mariah is my queen. But just support someone and, uh, yeah. That's all. I love you all so much for listening. Now, please enjoy a female musician, Kimberly Locke. She's the one who did this theme song. But please go forth and enjoy Kimberly Locke. This song is called Raise Your Hands if you want to go download it. It's, I always wanted my show to have like a 90s talk show vibe. So that's the vibe we were going for. And I think it's so wonderful and cheesy and lovely. So go listen to it on Spotify. I love you all so much for listening. Bye bye. Icons, 
Did you ever watch True Blood? I was obsessed. I thought the men on that show, Alexander Skarsgård, Ryan Quanton, I was in love with him when that show was airing. And I thought it was just so good. And so that's why I'm so excited to tell you about the new season of the Truest Blood podcast. The Truest Blood podcast is fantastic. If you haven't listened before, it's hosts Kristen Bauer and Deborah Ann Wall who rewatch and tell true stories from the set of HBO's iconic series, True Blood. They discuss the episodes, the blood, both fake and real, and all the sexy bites in between. And this season of the podcast, they cover seasons three and four of True Blood, uh, where there's more werewolves, witches, and vampire royalty on the show. Plus, I have really great people who worked behind the scenes of the show coming on and talking about the show. Lots of that to come. I think we're all pop culture junkies here. And one of the things that I love about pop culture is seeing how the sausage is made. And so I think that's why we're all going to be so excited to listen to the Truest Blood podcast. So check it out. uh, And also check out the show True Blood. Watch all episodes of True Blood on Max and listen to the podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Icons, I'm sure I've mentioned this many a time on the show, but I use DoorDash all the time, and I'm sure so many of you are right there with me. When you need a meal, you hop on DoorDash. And that's why I'm so excited to tell you about DoorDash's Dash Pass. It's the most affordable way to get anything in your area delivered to your door, helping you save lots of money, lots of time with every one of your DoorDash orders. So it's really a big saver with $0 delivery fees and lower service fees on your eligible orders. Dash Pass makes it super easy to save on restaurants or retail items, groceries, all your local favorites that deliver on DoorDash. Because I don't just get my meals. I also get a lot of groceries. You can get, again, retail items, local stuff. Dash Pass, too, pays for itself in just two orders on average, making delivery even more worth it. Plus, Dash Pass gives you special access to exclusive promotions, member-only menu items, all for just $9.99 a month. So get more from your delivery for less. Sign up for Dash Pass today only on DoorDash. Use code ICONIC24. That's ICONIC24 and get 50% off up to a $10 value when you spend $12 or more after signing up for Dash Pass. Subject to change, terms apply. Again, use code ICONIC24 and get 50% off up to a $10 value when you spend $12 or more after signing up for Dash Pass.